Okay, you're all good? Let's do it. Hello and welcome to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast. Today, myself and Simon are just going to have a quick conversation to try and answer a simple question about lead generation and to offer some ideas and tips you can hopefully implement in your own work. We hope you find it of value. Let's flip that around from not from the perspective of the brand, but from the perspective of the lead generator and say, if you're sending leads on to brands, how do you add value from your side of it? Um, well, adding value to the brand as in to help this, uh, there's two things within this, I think. So um, adding value to the brand um, is all about transparency between the brand and the lead generator. So um, ultimately you'd make sure that you um, have all the validation in place to ensure that it's a real person that you're um, collecting the lead of. Um, you'd deliver the lead immediately to the brand. You'd work with the brand to ensure that they're following the lead up with the right um, uh, wording and terminology and accent that you add within the lead generation that you're using. So there's a seamless approach between one to the other. And that can involve like building packs out for the brand. So showing the lead generation process, showing um, who you're targeting, the messaging that they're seeing. And then when the brand gets hold of the lead, they can actually um, use that to start the conversation with the, um, the prospect um, that should ultimately lead to higher conversions. Then if the brand can feed back the results um, in real time, ideally, back to the lead generator, they can then use that to start changing their um, uh, buying of traffic, let's say they're using some like Facebook or PPC to start going after conversions and they can work on stuff like how many people are they speaking to that are actually converting to, um, what the response is when they are speaking to people, what can we do about the leads that, um, they don't speak to. Um, and then the other thing is that I do is, um, start resubmitting leads in real time that come back through a funnel because, um, one of the, sort of problems that always happens between lead generators and uh, brands is the lead generators might not trust the actual sales approach of the brand. Let's say something happens, they don't get hold of something. If that person comes back into the lead generation process again, you actually want to resubmit that person because they're just going to get lost in the ether and just be in this sales cycle that can't get hold of them. Um, So there's quite a few things that they can do together. Um, But ultimately... What's really interesting about this is the brand, if, let's say they're driving the lead into a call center function again, which is like an outsourced call center that the brand is using. Um, the brand won't be nurturing that email a lot of the time. Or sorry, won't be nurturing that prospect either via email or SMS or something. It's just going to a dialing cycle and call them. So it actually creates a massive opportunity for the lead generator to create their own brand um, where a lead comes in, they see a form which might be a brand that the lead generator has built um, and then they are submitting the lead. What I would do to start adding more value as a lead generator to the prospect and start building out my own brand is I'd have multiple buyers behind each lead that came in. So I wouldn't just be working with one brand in that vertical. I'd work with five or six, which might mean that you need to collect more leads um, or have like a really low number that you're, Passing around. And what you're trying to do is actually provide the best value to the um, consumer that's going to match their interests the most. 
the more information you can capture in the form, which is why you use something like multi-stage forms, the more aligned you can get your the right brand with the right lead, right? So let's say, I don't know, it's coming in for energy or something. Um, and you know that the, uh, in different areas of the UK, for example, was different price on the energy. It's mm. a bit like the comparison size do. If you can start applying that within your lead gen form, you can actually just divert the lead um, on a ping tree to the right energy provider so they're much more likely to get the right deal. Then I'd uh, get the um, sales responses back from the lead generator and send a trust pilot link to that individual. So when they've converted and had a great deal, and it's actually your brand that it came in, you can start getting trust pilot reviews back to your brand that generated the original lead. And then obviously you can use that in your assets and it start when anyone searches for your brand, it starts getting used. Um, and then any leads that don't convert, you can put them into a nurturing funnel for the brand so you can start getting um, resubmissions. This can be, um, you know, would you like a call um, now if they haven't converted over the first two days and put it on an SMS with a link and if they submit it, it'll drive the lead back into the center. Um, this is when you start then working on other verticals as well. So let's say you had an energy offer as the first vertical that the lead was coming in on. And then a week later, you send a broadband offer to the same um, prospects. Mm. And that can be for the people who have converted or not converted. And again, it's your brand. Um, so you align the brand. So it could be like energy for you. Now you have broadband for you. Um, and then you can do another one, which is I don't know, mobile phones for you. And you just keep going down its line um, with a, a time period between each one. But do you think like the average lead generator, and I mean, I don't know what the average lead generator looks like, you know, it changes, but like is able to build a brand like relatively easy. I mean, I know for us, we can build brands like dead quickly, but you know, like if you're an average lead generator who um, wants to just like, how difficult is that, do you think? Um, I mean, it's not actually that difficult. I think what's difficult is, um, it's getting the clients and getting the traffic. I mean, it's the same for all lead generators, right? Um, mm. But it, the thing is, it's the same with a lot of lead generators look at it in the same way that a brand looks at it. All they're going for is the lead and then submit the lead, get paid, and then the brand is trying to make the sale. And so it's all like a one-hit wonder going down the line. Whereas um, if both of them start looking at it as just the start of the relationship, I think that's where you start building the brand out. So, you know, I don't know, if you've got the email and SMS number of a, um, a lead that's come in to your brand as a lead generator, you've now got a, an amazing opportunity to start a relationship with them. Um, and they've trusted your brand. That's the thing that's actually brought them in um, to this sales function. And this is where the opportunity really lies. And as long as you respect them um, and give them value, uh, there's no reason why you can't be the the uh, company that the strongest relationship is built with. So this is all that the price comparison size did, right? They just do it all on the sales. So they work on the CPA generally. I mean, some do it on the CPL. But they recognize this opportunity that, um, hold on, we could actually build the brand out and become the face that everyone knows. You know, money supermarket. There's, I mean, millions of them about. So there's zero reason why lead generators can't do the same thing. Um, in terms of like physically making it happen, you know, you're building landing pages um, in different verticals. You're getting the clients in different verticals. You're going to be sending them leads in real time. Um, I'd make sure that it was like one lead exclusively per vertical. 
And then in terms of adding more value, you've got to start learning the subject matter that the, um, yeah. the lead came in on and start actually giving them value where you're not just trying to generate them um, into a lead for another vertical. But let's say they came in on broadband. Um, why don't you have like an email sequence of three emails um, after they come in for two weeks to start giving them information about broadband, you know, who the best suppliers are in different areas, um, what the speeds are in different areas, why different broadband uh, deals are different, um, you know, different deals that come up occasionally. You could actually send out to the, the people that have signed up to your brand for um, broadband that you've sent on as a lead. So um, it's, it's obviously more work, but imagine like the lifetime value potential of that lead, all the other verticals that you could send them down um, based on just coming in on one, uh, mm-hmm. one product. I guess at this point as well, if they've gone through that and the value of that lead is going to go up because you, they're like far more qualified. You know, exa- you, know, they, you know exactly what they're after. You know that they bought from other areas. Um, and, you, you know, your, 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 your strength as a lead generator to brands is going to be like, skyrocketed compared to like your rivals because you know you're going to be offering something that they, they can't yeah well you become a brand i mean that's what happens right um what you're really looking for is um the people become an ambassador of yours rather than the brands that you're sending them to i mean that sounds bad for the brands i'm sure they build their own relationship with them and things but your your brand and your company becomes the thing that people trust and go to because they believe it's going to find the best deal. They believe that you're adding value to them. They're the thing that you trust. They're the thing they're going to mention to their friends and family um, or anyone else. And there's zero reason why you can't make that happen. Um, It literally just comes down to like building this relationship with the lead when it comes in. Um, And that's why you can use that relationship for stuff like testimonials on your own brand driving them to different verticals. Um, it, it, the only thing I wonder is why more people don't do it. <laughs> well, I, w- I was going to say, just play devil's advocate, it's just because it's hard work. Yeah. What you're saying sounds like hard work in co- you know, comparison to this, just the easy, like, generate a lead, sell it on, take the yeah. money and run, but it's, I guess, harder work, longer, you know, more return, longer return as well. You know, it's, it's like a long process that you're going to kind of get that for. Well, there's a few things in it. So yeah, there's, it's definitely harder work, but you know, if you're a lead generator and you're professional and you're experienced and an expert in your market, why aren't you doing that? Um, you know, you've already done it once to get a lead like attracted to you and come in. It's just a sort of doing that again, but adding more value to make it happen. Um, but the, uh, the other thing is that you're actually building a really valuable asset by doing this because, um, Imagine that you had even 50,000 people that used your brand as the thing to start making purchasing decisions on. You know, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like someone will want to buy that. If you're just generating leads, like driving Facebook traffic to a form, selling it once and that's it. I mean, where's the value in it? like as in monetary value, if someone wanted to buy you, you know, you've got someone running PPC, uh, sorry, running uh, media buying on Facebook. Um, but you can hire, like, you know, have many people doing that. 
you've got a form or a page or something that you're using to drive traffic on the ads, but you know, just copy them tomorrow. Um, you've got the contracts with someone buying your leads. Someone else can just create the same thing and sell the leads. Um, but imagine you actually have a, like thousands of people which mm-hmm. use you to actually make decisions. That's where the value is. It's not in the assets that you build or anything. Because all that stuff can be copied like relatively easily. It's just to do with yeah. the trust and influence you have over people at your prospects. So um, do, you think, do you think the long-term goal of a lead generator could be to sell that brand then? Well, yeah. I mean, they either carry on running it or sell it. But you know, if you're a lead generator, um, just generating like one-off leads, um, all you're ever going to do is sell those leads. There's no other opportunity. Whereas if you look, if you start forward thinking, you know, what mm. do I want to do in five years? I'd like to sell a brand for, you know, 20 million pounds yeah. or whatever. Um, that's not going to happen, just generating leads. It's going to happen if you build like a massive group of people um, that trust you to make decisions on. Um, that's, what's, that's what people are interested in. There's zero reason why no lead generator can't just do this tomorrow. They literally have to just start doing it. And once you've done it once, right, you've built a page and you're driving traffic to it and everything else. Um, you've, like, you've already done 90% of it because you're sort of doing the same thing. Yeah, you're going to have to start finding out ways to add value. But the other great thing about finding out how to add value, you know, when we're talking about communicating with them about where it's like non-lead generating or non-sales, is that you then become an expert in the markets that your clients are in as well. So let's say it was broadband and you research everything about broadband and you start to learn all about the market, um, everything else. Imagine when you go to get a new client um, that you want to sell broadband leads to. You're going to be talking to them on a completely different level than someone ringing them yeah. up going, oh, do you want to buy some leads? Like, however you look at this, there's no negatives to it. It just requires a bit of work, hard work at the beginning. And it's not going to be easy, right? Like, I'm making it sound like everyone could do it tomorrow. Um, but if you've already got a successful lead gen business selling leads in a vertical, um, and even if you haven't and you want to start, um, there's no reason why you can't just do this. So there's some companies that have done it, like um, MBF Global have done it, Container Media, Do Lead. Um, and I'm not even sure they do the full nurturing stuff um, completely in the way that we're talking. They've definitely made like inroads to that. And we're talking like massive global companies, you know, multi-million pound turnovers that work in like, you know, 20 countries around the world. And it's just because they've got it. They've understood that, hold on, we can be the brand here. Thanks for listening to the B2C Lead Generation Podcast, the show for serious lead generators. Be sure to hit subscribe to hear more from those at the very cutting edge of the lead gen world.